Hello, Dre. Hi, Peter. Are you ready to go digging with Peter now? I sure am. Okay, well, today we are talking about Ani DeFranco's double live album from 1997, Living in Clip. What did you know, or do you know, or did you used to know about Ani DeFranco? Her name and that she exists. And that's it. That's it. Nothing else. It's one of those names that came across my life so many times. I was like, I should look her up. I should look her up. Everybody talks how, about how great she is. I should look her up. Did I do it? Nah. Nah. Ain't, ain't that always the I do that all the time. It's like, hey, you'd probably like this. Yeah, I'll bet I would. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> So I appreciated this listen. (laughs) You've done it to me. I've done it to you. You know, DeFranco is, I know how I've read her described as far as musical style goes, varying between like indie folk and folk punk and singer songwriter and all sorts of things. She's got a, I don't know, a style that I'm, I don't think I hear a lot of elsewhere. It's mostly her and a guitar and a minimum of other accompaniment. I'm pretty sure I came across something from this album in one of the one of my CMJ New Music Monthly CDs. And I know we've talked about the CMJ New, CMJ New Music Monthly stuff before, but I have found a whole bunch of stuff through those over the years at least while they were still a going concern. I know the song, the specific song that appeared on one of these was Fire Door, which I think is on the second disc of this set. Sometime after that, I walked into the local used CD store and ran across this album in the used bin. And I was like, oh, hey, I remember something on this because I've heard it before and I bought it because it was cheap and I was broke. There's a good reason to buy music. (laughs) Because it was cheap. Yeah, Again, is... I'm broke. Well, you know, I wasn't going to buy like new stuff if I'm broke. I'm broke. It's cheap. I'll buy it. It'll make me feel good. That's a very good reason to buy music. Exactly. I know I had heard of her before, uh, but I hadn't heard a lot of her stuff before. So this must, this probably would have been like, I don't know, 1998-ish that I would have picked this up. I know I've probably listened to the whole thing start to finish at some point. But I can't remember the last time I did before having this picked last week for us to do. Almost the entire thing. It's just her and a drummer and a bass player. Almost all of the tracks are from different shows. So it's not like one live, one concert. And there are two, two tracks in particular are from a concert done with apparently the Buffalo Symphony Orchestra backing some stuff. DeFranco, by the way, is from Buffalo, so I guess there's a connection there. I have one other album by this particular artist, and that's uh, Not a Pretty Girl, which was released in 1995. And since about this time, her career is honestly kind of a blank for me. Don't know what she's done since then. I don't know how or if her style has changed after listening to this album, I'm like, well, geez, it's been a long time. I know she's put out a whole bunch of stuff since then. What am I missing? She's probably not on the radio. 
No, no. She sounds like someone I would hear in like an artist circle. Everything that she's officially released has been through her own label that she started just to release her own songs because she didn't want to be beholden to a major label. You know, a big record company telling her, this is what you got to do. You got to respect that kind of dedication. She has been offered major label contracts and has turned multiple offers down. You know, if somebody's offering you money, it's got to be hard to... It reminds me of the Badu line. Keep in mind, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. That's probably what she felt. This is my shit. You can't touch it. You're not changing it. I'm going to do it my way. You know, by this point now, she's like 50 years old. She's been doing this professionally since she was like 19 years old. She is dedicated. Apart from the biographical stuff, what'd you think? It was nice, relaxing and enjoyable. She definitely has this, has this rapport thing with the audiences down. Oh, yeah. It just seems like she has her fan base and mm-hmm. they love her and she loves them. And she does her thing and they respect it. There is a very clear political and sociological bent to her music. I don't know if everything she's singing about is purely autobiographical, but the way she delivers at least makes it sound like it. It's all that emotion. Yeah. You can feel it. Lots of very uncomfortable topics being sung about, too. She's got a very unique delivery, too. That voice. Yeah, the the voice combined with that, like, it's kind of a staccato, halting. That's it, yeah. Yeah, vocal delivery. She's got these, these large gaps in between syllables that makes everything sound more forceful. And important. Yeah, she's not a crooner. <laughs> she's not a belter. She's like a yeller, only not a screamer. She makes sure that you're going to hear the point. Like, this is what I said, and you heard me. And it's pretty, but it's important. And I like that. Like, I couldn't deal with her style of delivering a message in conversation and deal with it when it's being presented in such a nice way, the way she's doing it. Because all that stopping and going. You, you mean like when you get in a conversation with someone and they are so damn intense that they're just... They can't see anything else going on. All they know is they've got a point that they're going to get across to you, whether you like it or not. And they take 15 years to get there. Only you kind of want to hear it in this case. That's because it sounds good in this case. Yeah, she's very, she's a very earnest kind of sound. I do think if I have one complaint about, one actual complaint about this album is that there is not a lot of variation in style. I was thinking that it was very monotonous as I listened to it, which made it hard to get through it in one sitting. I mean, we are talking about just... over two hours worth of, which makes me yeah. think that this this album is not for the new or the casual listener. Nah. This This was released for fans. Absolutely. Having now listened to it, I, I probably got through it like five or six times over the last wow. week. I know. That's a lot for that's a lot for a double album. I heard enough. I think I heard enough to make me think that maybe I've been missing something and I just, this was going on and either I didn't hear about it or I was oblivious to it. 
yeah, it made me understand why I kept seeing her name and hearing her name and being suggested to check her out. And I would go, all right, okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. She's kind of dope. So are you going to try checking out some stuff? How much time I got? Am I time bound? Because it might take me a while to circle back to this because well, I'm forgetful. <laughs> but I will. I did actually write that down. That listening to this, I wanted to hear more. Mm-hmm. especially to get more of the feel for her voice and her delivery style because it is so unique it makes me want to hear more to see if she does this all the time or is there variation somewhere that we just don't get in this album i would be curious about that here's something interesting where you might have heard her before and not realized it she shares a a certain disdain for the music industry at large that Prince did. Prince's issues with major record companies at large are pretty well documented. But she actually appears on one of his albums. She played guitar for I Love You But I Don't Trust You Anymore on Raven to the Joy Fantastic. I don't even know that song, so now I need to go listen to it. That might happen within the next week because Prince. You know what happened with this, though? You know how I despise live albums? This one was tolerable because the arrangements were so simple because it's just her, guitar, a bass, and drums. It wasn't like overwhelming with people screaming and music that needs to be balanced and all of that stuff. Even though she was hard to hear sometimes, I appreciated what I heard. It made you pay attention. Probably not the best place for us to start or to try to get familiar with DeFranco, but it was good album she's clearly a very gifted songwriter she's got away with words everything she was singing about was the the intent of everything she was singing about was very clear and she didn't have to be obtuse to sound like she knew what she was talking about i don't know where you get this is not a good intro we had 31 songs to get to know this woman's voice and some music and i think well what i mean by i think what hurt her i think by not a good (laughs) intro i mean like Expecting someone to go into someone's discography with a pretty densely packed 30-some-odd tracks two, on two discs is a lot to ask. Let someone ease into it. I like diving in head first. To, to break it all down, you got a verdict. What's your, what's your number? Ooh, I didn't think of that yet. Okay, my number, my number, way to be. The first one that popped into my head was six. Here you are and talking about this why. is my jam. What? No, 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 it's not my jam. This is some artsy fartsy music to me. It's pleasant. It's relaxing and enjoyable. I like the simplicity, but that's it. I'm going with a six also. No, and the reason I'm giving it a six is because I, I like it more than I dislike it. I don't have strong opinions about the album by itself, but it does. It does make me want to hear more. It makes me want to hear how did she get to this point? where she's clearly got a dedicated following. Where has she gone since? Because she's really good here. She's showing off strong strong vocal chops, strong writing chops. And I want to know what's happened in the 24 years since this has been released. Because I know she's been active. I just don't know what that active is. Exactly. See? Six. Because the way you were talking, I expected to get at least a seven from you. It's not a seven. Right. I dote on things I hate, too. 
All right. So do we want to find out what's coming next time? Sure. Hey, Google, give me a number between 1 and 2,098. Here's a random number, 61. Why is she going so low lately? <laughs> she doesn't like you anymore. <laughs> Clearly. That's not Prince. No, no, it is not. It is Arrested Development. I'll take it. All right. So we are going to be listening to Since the Last Time. Oh, so this is not, probably not the one that I know. I, this isn't the one with Tennessee on it. I figured as much. Based on that title, that sounds like something that came later. And that's our show for this week. Please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening through, and feel free to leave a voice message on our page at anchor.fm. There's a link to it in the show description. Thank you to Dre for joining me, and thank you for joining us. Until next time, be good to your music. It's been good to you.